to Pass the Popcorn, the movie review podcast. That's right, yet another movie review podcast on the internet. But here's what this podcast has that no one else does. Your hosts, Chris and Tim. Hello and welcome to Pass the Popcorn. Pass the Popcorn. We have been away, I'm guessing, almost a month, but there's a good reason for this, Tim, right? You were actually up here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you were up here on Hall- the Halloween time for like a week. And yeah. you didn't see movies the whole time you were up here. No, no, yeah. Only one movie. <laughs> yeah, half of it. <laughs> Fuck, I forget. <laughs> yeah. I, I got to bring that up. Yes, yeah, half of it. <laughs> I forgot about that. So, the left me- half. So you you a good week went by and you saw no movie. So you needed another week to get caught up. And exactly. Now, and now here we are going to do five movies that yes, we each saw all five movies. Yep. And and I have and I have not seen any other movies other than these movies. And and I had to catch up because Chris had actually seen all of these movies. Before me, with the exception of Nightcrawler. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, right. Well, <clears throat> all right. So let's. Tim was up here on on Halloween, and we did our Star Wars and character episodes. We had a good time. We did we did some stuff. We 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 saw some stuff. We did each other. It was fun. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to talk about the movie that me and him literally. Actually, we we didn't even have popcorn, huh? <laughs> No, we did have popcorn. Yeah, we got popcorn. Oh, okay. We didn't have where well, there was. We had our own popcorn, so we didn't need to pass any popcorn. Yeah, no, no, there was no passing popcorn. But this is called Nightcrawler, starring Jake Gyllenhaal. Nightcrawler, Nightcrawler. Here is the trailer, brought to you by. Take knows how to move it. From old lady and a grandson. <laughs> I'm skipping it. Here it comes. Excuse me, sir. I'm looking for a job. I'm a hard worker. I set high goals. My motto is, if you want to win the lottery, you have to make the money to buy a ticket. So what do you say? I could start tomorrow, or even why not tonight? No. I'm not hiring. Look first! Go around! Get a shot inside the car! Wait, I got it. I'm back. I'm back. Will this be on television? Morning news. If it bleeds, it leads. Are you currently hiring? I'm starting a TV news business. You, get back. I film breaking stories. Maybe you saw my item this morning in Fatal Carjacking. No, I mean, I don't have TV. Do you have a cell phone? Yeah. Is that GPS? Yeah. Congratulations, you're hired. Okay. I will never ask you to do anything that I wouldn't do myself. Excuse me, I have something you'll be very excited about. You have a good eye. I want you to contact me when you have something. Something like this. Think of our newscast as a screaming woman running down the street with her throat. You will be seeing me again. In a unit, residential 211. Home invasion. Time. I'm gonna find the person that drove that car. 
too funny or I think you withheld information. That would be a very unprofessional thing for me to do. It would be murder. I want what you promised me. I want something people can't turn away from. Inspiring all of us to reach a little higher. <laughs> Timbo. Timbo. <laughs> hello, hello, yes. Hey there, okay. First thing, are you awake? Did you fall asleep during the, during the, during the <laughs> oh, trailer? The first half of that trailer, man, I was like. <sighs> that is a long, that's a pretty long trailer, actually. When it came on, it was yeah. like almost um, three minutes long. I was like, damn, long trailer. <laughs> now. The parts you saw when you weren't snoring, drooling, shaking, dreaming. Tell me, tell me, <laughs> tell me what you, what you thought about the movie. I thought the first half of it was boring, um, but I, th- I thought the second half of it was entertaining, and I thought that uh, Jake Gyllenhaal was awesome in the movie. He was he was really the whole reason to see the movie. But overall, you know. I I I I could have gone I could have gone the rest of my life not seeing this movie and would have been fine with it. Yeah, I have to kind of agree. Like, I think he was really, really he was awesome. Like he always is, and anything he's in. Yeah. And the movie was just about he 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 goes around and films like he wants to be the first on the scene to film whatever he sees, like like maybe like blood and guts and bodies and sell it to to, to freaking news uh, the news agency. And whatnot, and it makes me—I don't know about you—it made me think that there's probably a little tiny pubic hair of truth in this movie. There's a lot, but I mean, I—I I, I don't know. Maybe in certain cities, yeah, people go a little more um, graphic with the news and get and are more tabloidy. I mean, where I live, I never really noticed. I don't really notice extreme news like that and um you know you see i guess you see that stuff more on the internet and they were they were making this seem like this was you know broadcast television channel three and and there may be places maybe in maybe in los angeles it's a little different i don't know um but it just it just doesn't seem like our general broadcast news is as graphic as they were making most of these stories out to be. But do you think that there's actually people out there who sit in their car and listen to the police scanner just to hear what's going on and they want to be there first to get that gruesome body bag shot? Oh, yeah. Yeah. There there are places that'll pay for that sort of stuff. Um, I'm sure. And, and, and I'm sure. And, I'm, and as I said, I'm sure that there are news networks that will take that stuff. And just to have the video and to, you know, to even if they're not going to air it necessarily in its entirety, they'll they'll edit it in some fashion or censor out certain things to have have aspects of that. But again, I don't as extreme as some of the stuff in this, like people getting shot in the face and that sort of stuff. I you don't see that too much on broadcast news. You see it a little bit. You know, on like Fox News, like cable, and some in some cases later night on CNN, but not on not on broadcast, which is what they were doing. But maybe that's maybe we're looking at something in the future. Maybe five years down the road, broadcast news will be different because they're 
they're trying to compete with cable news. Who knows? Well, one of one of my favorite parts of the movie is, of course, I mean, if Bill Paxton's in the movie, I like it. You know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? like he was the, he was the um the um first guy to to do it. He was professional, and Jake wanted to like work for him, and, and Bill was like, no man, no, and fuck off, and he left, whatever. But the shit that Jake Gyllenhaal does in this movie, like he will he cut. Bill Paxton's wires and brakes and shit to his van. So when he would get to a to a crime scene, when he was going to a crime scene first, he couldn't stop and he would crash his car and become become like like in a wheelchair bound, broken neck and blood, but to die. Yeah, and he and yeah, he he actually he took Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton was his main competitor. Yeah, and he tur- he yeah he he cut his brake lines and turned Bill Paxton into the news. Yeah. that he was there to shoot and profit from. And Bill Paxton is such a great actor, covered in blood, broken yeah. neck, whatever. Just his look, his eyes that that looked at Jake Gyllenhaal said it all. Yeah, like you fuck. Yeah, yeah, it was just a great. You did this. Yes, it was a great scene. And then later on, he he hires a partner. Jake Jake hires a partner to tell him turn right, turn left, turn right. And at the end of the movie, Jake sees the guy still this this bad guy with a gun in a car still alive. Sends yeah. over his partner. Go look over there, buddy. Check it out for me. Knowing he's going to get shot, he's going to die. But guess what? I'm going to film this and sell it to Phil Dinahoo. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It, I mean, it, it was it was an entertaining movie. It uh, a great cast. I mean, Renee Russo. She's sixty years old. Still looks great. She still looks good. Yes, she's still. I I always have flashbacks from from Ransom and Lethal Weapon Three. She still yeah. looks good. Give me back my son. And oh don't my, look at my wife. Oh my god! When that that scene to me, I will cry. <laughs> when every time I see that scene, goddamn. But uh, yeah, I mean, I it 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 feels like forever ago. It, uh, it I, we does. saw this. It does. We saw this at the beginning of the month. It's now November twentieth on the date that we're recording this. Yeah. It. It. I, I feel like I should go to Redbox and this, this. This movie should already be there. It feels like that long ago that that we watched Dude. this because we watched this on like the the second or third of November or something like that. Do you know what though is weird? Is I actually have been thinking like seriously, like even Dumb and Dumber that we're going to talk about later. A movie comes out like if it's not a blockbuster Marvel <laughs> Disney film. A movie will come out one weekend, kick ass, bomb, whatever it does, and and then next weekend it's it's gone. It's a it's a memory. Mm-hmm. It's, it's never like oh let's go see this movie like again because it, it, it's still out. It's like it's gone. Like this um, today comes Hunger Games. Now that will be out for a month or so, and every weekend people will be talking about it because it's a big ass movie. But some movies just just come out a Nightcrawler and gone. Yeah, it's there. They're there. They're there. They they get the opening week. They're there the second week, third week. They're off the top ten. Uh, within six weeks, they're 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 on DVD. It's that's that's. I think that's why a lot of people don't go to the movies as much, is because you know because they know that that the movie will be available. A the movie's already available on on demand. Um, and B the movie will be available on DVD. You know. By the time the movie's over, it's already on DVD. I I, I remember when, when one of the places went to um, like seeing uh, Jurassic Park in the movie theater a full year after uh, it yeah. came out. 
things like that. And and same with um, Pulp Fiction. Seeing that over a year after the movie came out, so it was still playing in theaters. Yeah. Didn't, nowadays, it's it's out for a week or two, and then it's just a memory. You know, it, yeah. it, it's, it's kind of sad. So, all right, well, our memory of this movie is is pretty shady, a little bit. <laughs> but <laughs> well, I mean, it's 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 a movie that again, I. I it's a great, great cast. If you like Jake Gyllenhaal, you'll you'll end up seeing this movie because he's he's awesome in it. Um, he is. So yeah, I mean, for me, I, I'm just gonna go straight to my uh, popcorn. My Do popcorn. Yeah, yeah, for me, two. Oh, two. I was I was giving it two also, Tim. I was gonna give it two, two, not freshly popped. Just I'm I'm hungry. I'll eat them. It's good. <laughs> But it wasn't really like 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 wonderful. But Jake is amazing. Jake, there's something about Jake's Jake Gyllenhaal is is really good. Rene Russo and there's another guy that's in it, Kevin Rom, who uh, if you watch Mad Men, he he's he was on Mad Men, and in this movie he he plays the producer that's like that's like saying, man, we really should not be doing this. We can't. And and Rene Russo is one like, yeah, well, we're doing it. And so he was uh, sort yeah, of playing yeah. the nice guy. And on Mad Men. He sort of plays the, the same kind of guy, like a like a nice, like a sympathetic character. And this guy, I really like Kevin Rom. He, he's not. I don't. I haven't seen him in a whole lot of stuff, but he's uh, he's from Mad Men, and he is now from this. Well, this is gonna tell you uh, between me and me and Tim. I know him. <laughs> I think from Brothers and Sisters. <laughs> Kevin Rom was he on that? Yes, I I, I believe. Hold on. He's been on a bunch. He's been on a bunch of stuff. He's uh, like, I'm looking here. Desperate Housewives. He was on 53 episodes of that. No, that's it. I'm sorry. That's the show. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yes, Desperate Housewives. Yes, he played. He played Terry Hatcher's gay gay neighbor. Yes, that's the show. So that okay. goes. To, that goes. That goes to show you what kind of TV shows I watch. <laughs> <laughs> I knew. Yes, Desperate Housewives. Anyway, two and two. Nightcrawler. That's that's what me and Tim think about. It was nice seeing a movie with Tim for a change, though. That yeah. That was, I, I can't even remember the last movie we saw in the theater together. It's it's been a while. Yeah, yeah, it's it's been it's been too long, Tim. Because I don't I don't think I, I don't think the last time I was with her, I don't think we went to the movies. I can't I can't remember going to a movie last time. I think I asked you to like see like a bunch of movies and all. Well, I think maybe that's the other thing that came out because you were leaving before Interstellar and Big Hero Six came out. I think. Yeah, and I think Bird Birdman was playing somewhere up there, but I was like ah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you. I think I went to New York or something that day. I can't remember. True. All right, let's go to our next movie, entitled Big Hero Six, which is what I call my penis. Yeah, this is a porno. <laughs> yeah. Brought to you by. Uh, Cottonelle toilet paper. <laughs> Here we go. Big Hero Six. This is the first test of my robotics project. Stop, 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 stop. The seventh test. This is Tadashi, my older brother. 33rd test. Wait, 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 stop. This is the 84th test. Hello, I am Baymax. You worked! Oh, this is amazing! You wanted to help a lot of people. People keep saying Tadashi's not really gone. As long as we remember him. Hello, 
Hashi programmed me to heal the sick and injured. You will be all right. There, there. I would like to help. Scan complete. If you are experiencing mood swings, diagnosis, puberty. Whoa, what? Spooning a warm marshmallow. Uh, Reports are flooding in about a major catastrophe. We're under attack from a super villain, people. Come on, go, 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 go. I am not fast. You no kidding. So a man in a kabuki mask attacked you and balloon it. We gotta catch him. We can't go against that guy. We're nerds. Trust me, I know about robotics. We can be way more. Anybody else's suit riding up on him? Come on! Take it down! Punch it! No. Why is Baymax wearing carbon fiber underpants? This may undermine my non-threatening, huggable design. He's glorious. On top of the world! Watching that trailer again makes me want to see the movie again. <laughs> I saw the movie twice. Yeah. And I'll tell you why I saw it a second time. For the young boys in the crowd, no? <laughs> yes. It's like, <laughs> all right, everybody, look at me. All right, all right. Um, <laughs> no, I, uh, I didn't like it. And I thought I had to. Have, I remember. I remember. I had to. Have, there's, there must be something I'm missing. Because everybody seems to universally like this movie. But it was the same thing last year with Frozen. I hated Frozen. And I was like, why do I hate this movie? And I went back and watched it again. And I'm like, I hate this movie because this movie's not good. (laughs) And that's the same thing with this movie. I came out of it thinking, this movie is just not good. It has all the elements of what should be in a good movie. It's just not. And it was just not enjoyable. So you didn't like it at all, even after your second viewing? No. Uh, in fact, the second viewer, I was like, oh, man, I wasted my time. I should have saw Birdman. Oh, my God. This I'm shy because this movie to me is a bunch of movies where two of them I could think of in one. Iron Giant and The Incredibles. Iron Giant and Iron Man. And yes, and then yes, and Iron Man. A lot of Marvel yeah. sh- shit going on. This movie to me was such a great time. It reminded me of everything I love about the other movies all combined into one. And, and this Betamax thing? Adorable. That well, yeah. That's the thing is 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 like all the stuff with him, you know, you know, hairy baby, and that that sort of stuff. I enjoyed that aspect of it, but when it started to get into the action and the whole plot, I was just like, shoot me in the nose, man. <laughs> why? Why the nose, not the nuts? Because <laughs> you'll hit the brain faster. <laughs> oh, good point. But, most- uh, but uh, again, it's like uh, we we talked about this on on the Transformers one. T.J. Miller, love that guy. Yes, he was a hysterical. And Wayans, Dan Wayans Jr. Dan Wayans, yeah. 
I love him. And the movie, I don't know what you, I don't know what you're, 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 you hate about this movie. This movie has everything that that you like in in movies. Has as, as you love Iron Giant, you love Iron Man and the Marvel shit and the Incredibles. It's it's everything. It's everything, but in in and like a fake oh, San what's it called San Fran Tokyo? What's it called or something like that? San Fran, yeah, San 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 Fran, yeah, San Fran Yokio or something like that. Yeah, and it's a. It's all. It's all. It's, it, it it takes place nowhere. You know, it's all whatever. It's all just pretend. But I loved it. I really liked this movie a lot, Tim. And I was upset when you said, "Meh, I don't like it very much." <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I again, I liked I liked the character design. I liked the the look of the movie. I thought the look of the movie was was great. I, think I liked they, the, the I liked the actors, <coughs> but the movie itself, I, I I came out. I was like, man, this movie was. Yeah, after about the let's say let's say it was a ninety minute movie. After thirty minutes, I was like, Ugh. I thought I, the animation to me was was amazing. I think everything about it, and and the brother getting murdered, and it was the boss involved, and the boss whatever those. Whatever those things that they that the kid made, little little pieces that the all Dana, yeah the nanobot yeah, things that, yeah. those were awesome effects. I thought it was I I love this movie. I, I think I, I cried, laughed, and peed a little bit. What movie do you like better? Do you like this movie better or Frozen? Ooh, I love Frozen. Um, do you want to build a meta bags? Um, I. Ooh, shit! Don't don't, don't ask me that. <laughs> <laughs> ask me this or Iron Giant, and I'll say Iron Giant. <laughs> this, Iron Giant is a, is a better movie. Yes, it's, you don't it's, kill people. Yes, that movie is, is fantastic. It's not a gun. <laughs> this even when yeah, it's the same thing. When Iron Giant turned evil and mean, this this big Stay Puff thing turned mean for a little bit. Yeah, like it, it reminds me of those movies that I loved all in one. I mean, it's not as good as those, but damn, I had a good time, and the kids had a good time. It was fun, Tim. I don't know what you think. Every yeah, I mean, when you see it with kids, I, I saw when I saw this, I saw this with my two nephews. One of them just he just I was like he's just done. I'm like I'm done with this movie. Uh, <laughs> he was just got bored. He just got bored. But uh, the other one sat through it, and there were a lot of kids that were really enjoying the movie. So I I I get it. It's just for whatever reason. I can't. I can't put my finger on. I can't say this is why I didn't like it or this is why I didn't like it. I just, I just came out of it thinking I want. I wanted more, and it didn't give me what I wanted. And this movie can stick it up its own asshole. All right. Well, <laughs> well. On that, on that note, Tim, I'm, I'm I'm afraid to hear your your popcorn review here. It's not the worst movie I've ever seen. Um, and, and and as I said, it's visually it is it is unbelievable. I did not see it in 3D. Did it come out in 3D? Um, yes, I think they were still in 3D. Yeah, I didn't see it in 3D, but I could tell that it would have looked fantastic it looked in 3D. Crazy. And the animation was beautiful. Scott Adsit, he's from uh, um, Thirty Rock. He was great as Baymax. Here, baby. Um, but as I said, and 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 uh, there was some heart to the movie with the brother, uh, the guy Tadashi. Yes, it was so Tadashi. sad. You know what? What is what is what is the Baymax say? He's like Tadashi is here. Tadashi, and it and it and I did I that I did get a little emotion when when they were showing the videos of him like yes. doing the test. Yes, uh, but I got I. I that it wasn't enough. I I have to give this one and three quarters pop oh popcorn. God, 
I am going. I'm I'm giving it a lot more than that. <laughs> um, not that high. I'm gonna give it. I'm, I was gonna say. I was gonna say four, but that means pretty. I'm gonna give it three and a half. Mm-hmm. Three and a half popcorns. I think it, it reminded me of everything I love from the other movies: Incredibles, Iron Man, Iron Giant, and they, it was fun. It was a fun movie. It was. I think it was so original. Like the characters and the, and, the, and the costumes and and the storyline. I don't know. I I had a blast. <laughs> there was the one thing that I thought was funny is where uh, the 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 TJ Miller character Fred is he's getting he's in his he's in his monster costume and he's getting his arms pulled and he's like ah and he's like wait a minute I'm yeah. in a costume yeah yeah there's a lot of funny stuff and he's funny TJ Miller ah uh, was he on car carpoolers he was on a show I used to watch on ABC. And and that's where I actually saw him for the first time, and then it was, oh, then I, I, I liked his his stand up. T.J. Millers, yeah. T.J. I'm calling him. I call him T.J. Millers. More than one. Yeah. There's, yeah. What is it? What was he on? He was on an ABC show I used to watch. Um, Cleverfield. He's in that. Where's it at? Um, she's out of my. She's out of my league. Is where I first noticed it. Carpoolers. Yeah. Yeah, carpoolers. You know, I know that show too. I, cause oh, I, I, in Cloverfield. I forgot he was in Cloverfield. Yeah, yeah. But, but car- and he was on Happy Endings too, which, which was with Damon Williams Jr. too. Um, yeah. I liked it. I liked the movie, Tim. I don't know what you were talking about. <laughs> it's a good movie. Now, the next one, I'm going to sit here and just hear you tell me your side of your interpretation of this film. This film is entitled Batman. Oops, I'm sorry. It's entitled Birdman with the oh. greatest Batman ever on screen. You? You do Birdman for? <laughs> yeah. Michael Keaton. <laughs> Here's the trailer. Brought to you by Febreze. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Skip this ad. Here we go. Smells like balls. I did, yeah. And you're directing and starring in your adaptation. That's ambitious. Are you afraid people will say you're doing this play to battle the impression that you're a washed-up comic strip character? Absolutely not. That's why 20 years ago I said no to Birdman 4. Hold the mask off! You do Birdman 4! Now you're about to destroy what's left of your career.
Tim, man. I'm saying this. The acting, the acting, again, the acting was sim- <laughs> was, was simply amazing. The uh, one camera shot, there's a word for it, that just follows, it's it's one camera. You can tell, probably tell when the doors are shutting here and there, it goes black, it's, you know, it's cut, whatever. But one yeah. camera for like 15, 20 minutes, man, is following certain no, people. No, no, no. Uh, I, I paid attention. The entire movie was supposed to be the entire movie with the exception of there's there's one one little area right at the end where it's not where it cut it actually is a cut but the entire movie is supposed to be one right long Take. camera shot <laughs> right which you know it can't be because when it goes to, when they go to the stage door and they open it i swear to god like sometimes they probably you know they're black and then bl- and they, they that's probably where they do it but it's such an amazingly yeah it's an amazing amazing movie that made no fucking sense to me at all. <laughs> but, I, uh, yeah. but I really loved it. I mean, I want to hear your interpretation of what of what you saw. Oh, I mean, I, I loved this movie. Uh, I saw this last night, and I thought it was um, I thought it was better than I thought it would could have been. I went in there thinking it was going to be good. I came out. I was like, wow, that movie was awesome. And and there were there were people that I, I could tell didn't like the movie that were in the theater. There, there wasn't a huge amount of people in theater. I was there. It was probably about 20 people there. And I could tell like some people were like, what the fuck was that? You Cause know, it is, it is, it is kind of arty farty. It really is. And, and you know me, I, I can't stand that shit. I saw this movie with Derek Boyer, one of our, our good friends uh-huh. of the podcast and his wife. I was waiting in line for, for popcorn or something. And the people behind me, an old couple, they were like, oh, what are you seeing? I was like, oh, Birdman. And they they both go, awful. Both <laughs> at the same time said, awful. I go, seriously? It's Michael Keaton. It looks it looks so so great. No, it, it it's awful. And they were seeing um Gone Girl. And they were hoping that our movies end at the same time, which no, because that's, you know, so long. And they wanted well, to hear, hear my, my hear my take of it afterwards, but I don't know what was so awful about it. It was confusing as hell, and I think anybody, like, I bet you five people can see this movie, and each each of them will find a different way of what the movie meant to them. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. <clears throat> this movie is so different in the way that it's presented and shot that there are people who are just used to the standard storytelling of, you know, in film. I like I, I I'll, I'll give you an example. I remember when when uh, Pulp Fiction came out, and we had it at our, at our theater, and people would come out of the 
of the theater thinking that they missed the first 20 minutes of the movie and people came out think came out at the end of the movie. I remember Pulp Fiction, and this is Pulp Fiction. This is one of those movies that's universally regarded as like a high watermark in film. People were coming out of that movie saying that is the worst fucking movie I've ever seen. I remember. I don't. Yeah. They like people thought that we put some that they put the reels together wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People didn't get it. People honestly didn't get the movie. And in as as I said, it's it's viewed now as one of the greatest movies of the last twenty years. Actually, it is twenty years old. Um, this movie is very different. But I thought I thought it was very easy to follow because it it yeah it followed a linear storyline. It followed. Followed a, a you know beginning, middle, and end. There was one uh, cat. There was one camera to follow. So yeah, there was nothing yeah. to, to really throw you off. But here's the thing: is he crazy? Is he dead? Like, well, that's 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 sort of left up to that's sort of left up to. Uh, well, here's interpretation. I'm gonna. This is what. This is how I took the film, and I, I, might, I might be to- totally wrong. First things first. He's. He was a major 80s, whatever, 90s action star in, in films called Birdman. And Derek pointed this out to me right away in his little uh, office, whatever, at the Broadway show. On the wall, he had a poster, Birdman, and the Birdman title letters was the same as the Batman letters. <laughs> like, like the gold and the black area. Uh-huh. It, was, it was perfect. Yeah. Now... I might need some explanation. He has some kind of force power, or did he? He could move shit with his mind. See, that's that's the that's the uh, that's where people can sort of figure out. Like, is it was he doing? Did he have the power? Or did he not? I don't think he did. I personally think that he it was just crazy. That was that that in his head, his he was his 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 wiring had gone because. Wacky. When when Jake yeah Jake Jonah dumbass when <laughs> when uh Zach Zach <laughs> when Zach, he yeah. when he came in after Keaton was like using the force throwing all kinds of shit around making a mess and as soon as he opened the door Keaton was actually touching the shit then and moving it around throwing yeah. it around making a mess out of, of his office that's when you know he's crazy later on in the movie he he's talking to 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 Birdman which I have to look Tim was that Keaton. In that outfit, I, I think sometimes it was, and I think sometimes it wasn't. All right, I, I think I think there were times where he, where when he when Birdman was digitally inserted into the frame that they used Keaton's. I think I think they used Keaton in in, in the costume, and there were times that they didn't use Keaton and they used here's, someone. Here's the thing: that was that Keaton's voice as Birdman. That was Keaton's voice. Now, why do I have a big fucking problem with Bale's dumbass, gargly Batman voice? But when I hear <laughs> Keaton's kick-ass, gargly Birdman's voice, oh, I loved it. <laughs> that see, I never had a problem, and I never understood your 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 problem with Batman. Say to me, look at my balls. Look, yeah. I got a belly button. Treasure <laughs> trail going from balls to button. Look at I don't know if you're Batman or um or that wrestler. Who's that guy who just died? Who's uh Slim Jim guy? What's that guy's name? Oh, uh, step into a Slim Jim. Yeah, him, him, him. Whatever guy. Now I'm looking. I'm looking here at. I'm looking here at uh, IMDb and 
this guy Benjamin Keynes is credited as playing young Birdman. So I, I think that there were some some shots that that featured Keaton, at least at least Keaton's face, right, put in there. But here's the thing: was okay. What I'm getting at is that they were where are you going? Is Luke <laughs> um, <laughs> my son just ran, ran past me? Um, He's like, "Fuck off, Dad!" When when he is walking down the street. And he snaps almost. And all of a sudden, he's Berman is behind him. Yes, let's do this. Let's go. And all of a sudden, Keaton starts levitating up, and he flies around New York for like two, three minutes. Yes. And, and then, and then the next, and then he, and then he's coming back in for a landing. Comes back in for a landing. Doink. Walks on the sidewalk, and he walks into his his Broadway thing, followed by a cab driver saying, "Hey, buddy, you didn't pay me." That's me. Tells me he just went. He's nuts. Yeah, Bur- Berman. He just went completely crazy. He wasn't flying. He was just in a cab. Yeah, he was walking around the city, and he got into a cab and brought back to the theater, <coughs> and that's what happened. Now, there's a lot of uh, when he when there's a scene in the play where he she shoots himself himself in the head, and they do it over and over again, night after night. It's a it's a fake wig, a fake blood, and then last night he's gonna keys. Did 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 you think he wanted to actually kill himself, Tim? Like for real? Yeah, I think I think that was I think that was the plan, because like he was all calm. He you know he, he's he pretty much had made up his mind that this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to do it on stage because the night the night before, um, for those you know when, when you see the movie, for those who intend to see the movie after we ruined it for you, yeah, here, right. uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know right before he does that, he's he's pretty much no matter what he does that night, the person who writes for the New York Times, the theater critic. Basically said, no matter what he does, she she is gonna she is gonna give this this thing the worst review on the planet because Which, I actually thought that was Rebecca De Mornay for the longest time until a certain scene. I'm like, that's not her. <laughs> you want, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, yeah. she is she's in a Star Wars movie. Is she really? She is. I didn't even know that. I thought that was Rebecca De Mornay for like for like hours. Nope, nope. She, uh, her, the actress's name is Lindsay Duncan. Does that ring a bell? No, it does not. Hello, I am TC14. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, she's a Star Wars. Yeah, she was the voice of TC14 and okay. the, uh, the, 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 the protocol droid at the beginning of Phantom Menace. Oh. But she was a mega bitch. She, she, is. Never, she was doing stuff TC14 would never do in, in real life. <laughs> but no, yeah, she 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 basically threatened to tear, uh, just just to, to write the worst review ever written about any stage production in the history of stage productions. Yeah, even no matter it- no matter what he no matter what Keaton did, because she viewed him coming to Broadway and taking up space in a theater that a legitimate play with legitimate actors, um. You know, she she has this idea that 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 film actors shouldn't be on the stage, and the stage should be reserved for people who are masters of the stagecraft. And right, even she, if she just hated that idea, even if it was the, like, like the best place she's ever seen, she still was going to just tear it apart. And there are, and honestly, there are. I remember uh, back when we would go up to um, New York after after nine eleven, the theater the theater um, world up there just they started to put film actors and television actors in plays. And there were a lot of people in New York that were pissed off about that because they thought that they were taking the roles that should have gone to 
people who are generally stage performers. So there is some history to what this character is, is saying and doing right. in, in real life. Right, right, right. Um, but man, she was a bitch. She yeah. was a, she was a massive bitch. And even at the scene at the end where he shoots himself in the face, where I'm sorry, at that moment I thought he he actually, I thought that's how it was going to end. That he would fall that's, to the ground and die, and the camera would pan, pan up, and that was it. That's that's what I thought. And, and actually, and you saw her in the audience, like she everybody is getting up. Yeah, everybody's getting up and and giving a uh, standing ovation. And a part of me thought that that. And, and, and while they, they give the standing ovation, then you see her, she's not clapping. She gets up and just walks out. Part of me thought that they were going to show the audience clapping. Then all of a sudden realize she's dead. Oh my God. He shot himself in the head. Right. Right. But th- that didn't happen. It, then it, that, and that, at that point, that's when that actually you see a cut in the, in, in the editing. And they, they do like this sequence of, like a drum sequence and um right, you yeah. see like the <laughs> yeah. Times square people like you see iron man and bumblebee boxing yeah yeah, on yeah. The stage um but yeah it's and at that point it i think it just goes into his head he has this like weird daydream and then passes out and then wakes up um which i i thought that i honestly thought that that's where the movie was like you was just going to end. Like I credit. did. I did the credits. Yeah, I really bird did. Man, nothing but bird man. Bird, 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 yeah, man. That's what bird, I thought bird, I was going to say. Bird, bird man. But then he actually shot off his nose. Yeah, he missed his brain. Yeah, I know. He, he hit his nose. And then, you know what's weird? For five seconds, I thought his new nose was going to be like a beak, kind of bird man beak. That's that's what, yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking Seriously, it was going to be like yeah. something ironic like that. Um. But no, he just had a big fat bruised nose. Now you tell me at the end of the movie he goes he goes to the window, and was the window which hospital windows are always they 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 never open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that <laughs> yeah rule number one. Yeah, you know what I mean. I was like, oh, that's not true. He opens the window, sees a bunch of birds up in the sky. He jumps out. It doesn't show you landing on the ground, splatting, or flying off with the birds, but then Emma Stone, who I just, oh my god, I love, I love Emma Stone, mm-hmm. she came to the window, and she looked down, then she looked up, and she starts smiling and laughing, this is, this is how I took it, I'll be honest right now, I think he jumped, he landed, he splatted, she saw it, at that second, now she is now going fucking nuts. <laughs> and that's why she laughed a little uh, bit, looking at the birds, going like, <laughs> "Like that's how I took it." I, I didn't take, I didn't take it as her going nuts. I mean, she was a little crazy as it was. I took it as, she, yeah, he, he jumped, and he at this point is dead. There will be no Birdman two. Four. Um, four. <laughs> four. Yeah. Uh, but I think I think she sort of lo- she sort of looked down. And you notice that he was dead, and, and 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 I think I think this is where reality sort of shifts. And I, I think I don't think what we were looking at was a real was her in reality. I think it was maybe his idea of what his daughter would do, where he he, he envisioned her to look and say, "Oh, he's free. He's finally he's finally free to to go and do what he needs to do." Okay, even though he's dead, and that's what I think he's dead. I like I like this movie so good that everyone sees it sees a different ending and I love it. Yeah. This this movie, this movie actually one little tiny reason pisses me off because if Michael Keaton 
and Bill Murray for St. Vincent get get both get Oscar nods, I'm torn. I don't know yeah. who I would pick. I want them both to win. Please be a tie. You know what I mean? Like I want to hear them both win their Oscar speeches. I think they were both great. And this movie to me is I'm so glad I saw this movie when I did. Everybody in this movie is great. And I, I could I could you, you could potentially see this win for best on a best ensemble cast or whatever. Like they, they do that for the National Board of Review. Yeah. So I could see like Keaton Ooh, Stone, yeah. Yeah. Watts, uh uh Andrea Riseborough who plays his the the other chick his girlfriend yeah. who I think she is smoking hot. She was in oblivion. I love her and Ed Norton. I could see them all getting, Oh, I forgot about Ed Norton. He was amazing in this movie. You're right. He was so good in this movie. He is, he is, he's awesome. He plays a total cock, which by, um, which by the way, you actually see kind of, well, see. I mean, not really. You see it. You do see, you do see a, 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 a very glamorous shot of his ass for a very long period of time. Yeah, but but you see his nice erect little curvy penis there. Well, I think that's I think that's. Uh, I actually I heard Edward I heard Edward Norton on a talk show or radio station or something, and they and they actually asked him if that was, it was on um, Letterman. He actually asked mm-hmm. him was that the um, real thing or a prosthetic or whatnot, and he never answered. He goes, uh, I'm leaving that to the imagination. So, <laughs> which is great, you know what I mean? I could see him actually. Uh, working up a Woody just oh, for a scene. Hell yeah, man! Why yeah. not? He was great. The movie was great. The movie, everyone's seeing it and leaving, going that sucked, or they're saying that was so great. I don't know what I just saw. <laughs> no, it, it it didn't suck. And I'll tell you, Emma Stone, if she could get a Best Supporting Actress nomination for this, because that scene where she is yelling at her dad, like you see yeah. in the in the trailer, like you know what, you don't. That scene is like it's like three minutes. It's like a close up of her face. Yeah, the camera that used almost made the whole thing look three D. Like her eyes were like bugging out. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it was. I don't. I. I mean, I, I honestly don't know if they did any visual effects because it was so. It was such a bizarre shot. Like you normally see her very glamorous, and this made her pretty, but at the same time look a little frog like. Yeah. Yeah. But man, I w- I loved her in the whole movie. She is so fantastic. But that scene where she's yelling at her dad, it tears you apart because it's oh, it's yeah. like you like that's that's like that's like her best monologue ever. She is so, she is so awesome in that scene. And Naomi Watts is unbelievable. I love Naomi Watts. She is she's great too. The whole this just everybody in this day movie. Zach Galifianakis. I loved that he's finally doing something. Um. To show that he can act because he is a he's a weirdo and he's funny and you see him in in doing his nutty stuff in in um, the Hangover movies, but to see him actually do something that's scripted and he has to play uh, a, a, a believable like believable realistic character, he's fantastic. Tim, sit down, calm down. <laughs> I love him. I, it was a great movie, Tim. I want to know. How many how many popcorns for I'm giving this five five popcorns this this movie is uh, when I finally sit down and run my best of the year this one this one could be in my top five I, I, I definitely top ten I think you know what I was I was I was <laughs> I was gonna give it four point nine five popcorns <laughs> but I don't know what a point nine five popcorn would even look look like it would it would look it would look like a full popcorn that had just a nubbit knocked off. <laughs> but you know what? Like his nose. Like, like it would be the popcorn with his <laughs> nose shot off. I'm changing it five. 
popcorns all the yeah. way. I totally agree. Michael Keaton to me is Birdman and Batman. Oh, he Birdman? Birdman 4? <laughs> yeah. All right, let's go to our next movie, Tim. It is a sequel that. Birdman t- 5. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that it took 20 years to make, and it is called Dumb and Dumber 2, T O, not T W O. Brought to you by. Birdman 4. What is this? Paper towels? Yeah, bounty paper towels! Alright, skip ad. Dumb and Dumber 2. Here we go. Jim Carrey, Jeff Daniels. There he is again. Almost two decades and he still comes. How you doing, buddy? Brought you your favorite candies. Come on, Lloyd, you gotta get over her. Mary Samsonite was just a girl. That's it, kid. Come on, come on, come on, spit it out. God, yeah! <laughs> Wait a minute, so you mean you have been faking for 20 years? Mm-hmm. And it was all for a gag? Yep. That's awesome! Once you roll me inside, we'll get the nurse to take the catheter out of me. We don't need nurses for that. But don't you have to... I like what you've done with the place. Who's this? Oh, that's Butthole. I found him out in the alley. Why'd you name Butthole? Because of this. Good name. Totally fits. It's a postcard from Freda Felcher. Harry, I'm pregnant. Please call me. What do you think it means, Harry? Lloyd, I'm going to be a dad. Ah! Look at the postcard. 1991. I had a daughter. I gave her up for adoption. What if we go track her down? You're hot for my daughter. What? Am I right? What? Am I right? I know she'll appreciate all the trouble you've gone to to find her. Let's call her. It's ringing. Whoever this is, we're in the middle of something very important here. This is your dad. What? Hey, guys, I know this is weird timing, but I got to take this. It's my dead dad. She's got me on hold. Mikey, Zagran, I've got the diamonds. Mikey's listening. They're underneath. Did you hide them inside this turkey? They're just above the giblets. There's no diamonds in here. And you're not my grandson. Harry, she's got me. She's really clamping down. (laughs) You can cross that one off your bucket list. (laughs) Timbo, I know I might be the only one out there. 20 years for this movie, when I heard they're making a part two, I couldn't wait. I saw the movie. I was not disappointed. I liked it. I laughed. It reminded me what, what I fell in love with Jim Carrey with 20 years ago. Not as good as the first, a little bit not as good, but goddamn, was there a lot of scenes that I was laughing out loud and pissing and and and, <laughs> and laughing. Yeah, I um, I don't think I liked it as much as you. I enjoyed it. Here's the thing: I I, I enjoyed being there and watching two characters that I that I love. Because I love the first Dumb and Dumber. The first Dumb and Dumber is one of, again, it's like, 
you you can't even rate it. It's it's that much of a classic. Right. Um, but I, as I was sitting there watching it, I, I was not laughing out loud as much as I thought I was going to. Um, there were parts I thought were funny. And the, the only time I remember, remember going like <laughs> was when Rob Riggle got hit by the train. Yeah, that that was funny. That took me off guard because they they had the firecracker or whatever, and they yeah. couldn't they they couldn't hear it. They couldn't hear the train coming. They couldn't hear anything. It's I think it's so. It's I loved it because I I just I sat there thinking here we go twenty years. I think if they would have made a sequel, two three four five years after the first one, it would have been worse than this one. I think. Yeah, well, I think the Fairly Brothers. Yeah. They haven't. They they honestly they haven't made a, a very good movie in almost fifteen years. If you think about it, the movies they've directed have not been very good since maybe uh, me myself and Irene might have been the last. Yeah, because they they made Stooges, Hall Pass. Uh, yeah, let's let's look on here. You, Shallow so, uh, Hal, Heartbreak Kid. I didn't think it was very good. Fever Pitch, not yeah. Shallow Hal, not very good. Osmosis Jones. So they they had a good Dumb and Dumber, Kingpin, Mary, Me, Myself, and Irene. Those four movies. It was like, bam! And then nothing for almost 15 years. And they do this. And they were going to do... I mean, I remember when the they directed the Three Stooges movie. Yeah. But I guess the budget got cut because I remember Jim Carrey was supposed to play Curly in that. And it was going to be Sean Penn. So... Can you imagine? Uh, uh, can you imagine how awesome that movie would have been with Jim Carrey? Yeah, I I, I remember when he was going to be on Stooges. Yet yeah, I remember, and he and he he actually even gained the weight. There, if you remember going back oh, five years ago, that's there was right. A, Jim Carrey was got he got himself fat. Yeah, I remember that. And now. for whatever reason, the movie the, the movie didn't get didn't get the funding or what have you, or or got pushed back, and he was like, "Fuck, I, I got fat for nothing." Shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Uh, so yeah, we, we, we had to wait a full 15 years to, to after me, myself and Irene to see, to see the Farrelly brothers come back closer to form. Um, right. but funny there's, there is some, there is a lot of really funny stuff and it's again, it's not as great as the original, but not at all, but it's worth it. It's worth seeing. It's, it's, it will remind you why you love Jim Carrey from the start. Like this is like yeah. one of his first, like the Mask, Ace Ventura, this. This is like all of his like early work, and this reminds you. He looks older. Hell yeah, yeah. twenty years older. I give so much credit to freaking Jeff Daniels because the night before he, he was an Emmy for a freaking Newsroom. Yeah. Next day he's on the set on Dumb and Dumber Two, showing his ass crack. <laughs> this, 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 this guy. is probably one of the the greatest actors out there now. He he can show you his range from mm-hmm. news. Newsroom to Dumb and Dumber, and it is. I loved it. I, I loved just watching this, and my my son laughed at every little thing. I showed them the first one like a month ago, so they knew the characters and whatnot. Loved it. They were they were so like in, in like love with Jim Carrey. It was good. Yeah. I, I I I'm telling you, it's it's worth seeing. Don't go, you know. Oh, it's a sequel. It's not as funny. It's not as funny, but trust me, you have a good time seeing it. Yeah, it's it's a movie that. If you enjoyed the first one, you'll enjoy this one. Don't expect to in in go in expecting the same jokes. Don't go in expecting it to be funnier than any than than funniest movie you've ever seen. Don't go in expecting to laugh every t- ten seconds. But it's 
it, you you just you just go back and you visit you visit with characters that you that you really like. Right. I was really upset. Spoiler. Really upset when they found their 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 dog van, and they find it, and then they drive it over a hill and they jump it, and then the thing crashes in pieces. <laughs> well, the thing was, I remember because I, I, I rewatched I rewatched Dumb and Dumber the the first one not that long ago, and I remember. And it reminded me, I'm like, wait a minute, they got rid of the van. How was the van on the poster and, and in the trailer? And then they explain it. Yeah, it's, and it's, it's, it's maybe five minutes. If that, they they woohoo and they jump, wah yeah. And the thing lands on like on its front right area, and the wheel bends, and the whole thing. <laughs> it's fucked up now. And it was just cool seeing the dog do again. And well, I, and which I wish I would have known this going into the movie. Bill Murray has a cameo. Tim, who, who who was he in the movie? I don't remember exactly because I heard he was in the movie. I forgot when I saw the movie, and then when I went on IMDb later, I'm like, damn it, he was that guy. He was Jeff Daniels' roommate, and the and the yellow Breaking Bad outfit. That was him. That was Bill Murray. I know. No, that's what IMDb says. Oh, that's so great! It, I know. It's it's it's. I wish I would have like looked at him more to go. That's Bill Murray up there, you know. Yeah, I may I may go back and see this if I can if I can sneak my way into it again at, at the theater after seeing Hunger Games or something. I I definitely do want to see it. This is this is uh, this is something that I think if I go and see it a second time, I'll catch some of the jokes that I missed the first time around. One yet, of the things I wish. One of the things is that I was like, God damn, I want to rewind is when they introduce <laughs> um, Rob Riggle, Rob Riggle's brother the, the, in the in the camouflage outfit the first time. Yeah. Oh, well, here's the thing. Yeah, it was at the at the at the Stony Post area. I yeah, think it was. Here's the thing is, is my son, Luke, who has awful, terrible eyes. He's wears glasses. Can't he can't see past his nose. He leans over to me during the movie. and He goes, someone stand in there. And I'm like. You don't know what you're talking about. You're, you're like, like that's insane. Yeah, like, what? That's insane. And then all of a sudden, boom! He walks towards the camera. I'm like, oh, how did you see that? I mean, it was, <laughs> it was so good. He was funny, Rob. And then, uh, then your son's like, he takes off the glass, goes, I was faking. It was all just a goof. Yeah, 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 motherfucker. It was. I loved it. And hear me out. I, I'm giving. I'm going right to the popcorns already because it's. It's. I love this movie. For maybe for. Reminiscing reasons, you know what I mean. I want to give it. I, I want to give it. Eh, I'm gonna give right in the middle three, three, three popcorns. It wasn't great, not better than the first, but it brought me back to '95. Yeah. And and there's and the 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 girl Penny, Rachel Melvin. Oh my God, she who is cute as all hell. She reminds me of a young Parker Posey, who I have always had a thing for. And she hasn't really been in much. She's in the, some movie Zombievers, which I kind of, <laughs> kind of want to see now. I saw it. Um, yeah. But she uh, she is funny. Like she, She's got like her whole the facial expressions and the way she moves her mouth. And uh, she's really like a funny actress. I, I really hope that after this we start to see her in more comedy roles because she's, she's I've, a she's she's a, she's a fox. Oh my god! And yeah. B, she's funny. She she can she was able to she was able to to share a scene share scenes with like Jim Carrey and hold her own. So it was it was great to see too the um 
the great male actor um, Kathleen Turner. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder why she took this role because it's like because basically people say the same thing about it. Like, oh my god, she used to be a fox. Now look at her. Oh, I know. She's like, if I if I had to choose her or Lou Ferrigno, I take Ferrigno. I know. It's it's sad. I mean, it really is sad seeing her. Like, but you know, everyone ages, and this is this is what happens. But yes. She was a hot as hell back in Romance of the Stone days and Pe- Peggy Sue. Yeah, she she had it back then. I'll tell you that right now. Yep, she did. And when she was Jessica Rabbit. But I think now if you hear her as Jessica Rabbit, like, hey everybody, I'm Jessica Rabbit. Look at my tits. <laughs> oh, hi, everybody. <laughs> How many popcorns for you, Tim, for Dumb? Uh I got it. I'll Mm, mm, I guess I guess three, yeah. Yes! Because it's like right there and right there in the middle. It's yes. enjoyable. It's not a movie that uh, that's that's going to go down as you know. We're not going to look at it as Godfather two, uh, but it is enjoyable. It's worth seeing. It's I would recommend seeing it with a crowd of people if you yeah. can. If oh, you yeah. if you're able to get out there before it leaves the theater. Um, if not, you're just going to watch it on TV and with your family or well, by this yourself. Is, this is a movie though that I'm going to look forward to the um, Blu-rays and the Delius. Oh scene. yeah, the. The 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 the, out, the outtakes and everything. Yeah, because it's gonna there's gonna be a lot to this one. I know a lot of people like don't think Jim Carrey's funny and, and and have it out for him and whatnot, but when he does what he does best is this. I think he's 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 perfect. Yeah, I would like to see him. Like I saw some of the stuff that he did with on Saturday Night Live, like the the when he hosted Saturday Night Live a couple weeks ago, where he did the Matthew McConaughey car commercials. That was hysterical, and those was- are so funny. There was, there was a skit where he was, it was called the the Carey Family Reunion, <laughs> and it was Jim Carrey and all of his relatives, but each person came as a Jim Carrey character from his all of his films. Oh, I got to see that. I and it was hysterical. That. One of them, the guy, he's he's a big, yeah, he, he, he does Brad Pitt, I don't know the guy's name. He did a great... Asian terror, like he would talk like him, he looked like him, <laughs> he was perfect. And Jim Carrey even laughed. Like if if you could make Jim Carrey laugh during the live show, you know you're funny. You know what I mean? Yeah. <sighs> the last movie that we saw, which we're not going to talk about as long as the movie is itself, please, Tim. All right, all right. <laughs> One more, all right. Um, Interstellar with Matthew McConaughey. Here's a trailer brought to you by uh, Michael Caine. Michael Caine. And notice, if you look at my eyes, my eyes have not moved one inch, and my lips don't move either, Master Bruce. That's pretty good. You can watch all this stuff separately. Uh, skip the ad. Here we go. Interstellar. <laughs> Do not go dark into that night, into darkness, night, dark night. Master Bruce. I don't need to bury another Batman. What are you going to do with it? I'm going to give it something socially responsible. <laughs> Can't we just let it go? This thing needs to learn how to damn her. Okay, let's mask up. Like the rest of us. Master Bruce. 
and say Everybody ready to say goodbye to our solar system to our galaxy here we go Did I like it? Hell yeah. Can I describe it? Hell no. (laughs) (laughs) Rage. Rage against the dying of the light, Mr. Bruce. Like, I mean, it's, it's a brilliant film. It's a brilliant film with a lot of great shit in it. But what just happened? <laughs> I, I again, this is a movie I I saw it the first time and I didn't fully understand it. I, I, don't, I, I, I don't like know. It, I came out. I don't know how the hell how the hell you saw this movie and think twice. The thing is, is that the story and, and again, it's the, this is this is a, a, a common theme among all the movies that we're seeing here. The acting in this movie was just fantastic. You're right, brilliant. You're absolutely right. And um, and the story and the emotion in this movie is is pretty crazy. Like it's just like you're 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 sucked into it. And like, you're right because when he has to go. And the little daughter, the little girl, and crying her eyes out, saying, "Don't leave." When he coming back? Yeah. Oh my god, my 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 heart exploded. I mean, I was a mess. I was blubbering. I was gone. But then it just it just is it is a science fiction movie, Tim? Is it like a like how do you describe like what kind of movie this is? Like what happened? Like how the hell how the hell is he not aging and she's ninety eight when he comes back? Well, the whole movie has to do with like the hole? theory of of relativity and yeah, black holes, where this uh, this theory that when you are closer to the to the source of extreme gravity, which is which is what a black hole is, a black hole is almost like pure gravity, like pulling everything. Gravitational pull is so strong that that nothing can escape it. This idea that that time goes slower when you are um, when you are in a thing like that, so like when they when they went down to that planet, they were down there for. They said that they said every year is like seven hours. Uh, or I so every every hour is like seven years Earth right. time because right. of the gravitational pull is so is so huge in this in this theory. 
that uh, so when they go down that plan, they come back up. It's been twenty something years. So is this is this like can it, can this be proven or is this is what people think? I mean, it's a theory. No one, I mean, no one's ever gone near a black hole. You can't. There's. So this is this is just merely a theory, and it's probably a theory that will never be proven right or wrong, yeah. because you know, I don't. I honestly don't think we're ever going to get to a point where we can get to a black hole. Um, and the idea of a wormhole is, you know, this wormhole that goes from one end of the galaxy to the other, again, is just merely a theory. It's like the physics are there, but whether or not the conditions could occur to actually make it happen, whatever happened, would, or, or is, it's extremely unlikely. Because Earth is dying and whatnot, all the crops are dying, they, they can make corn. So he has to travel to another galaxy world area to save humanity, but then Explain to me. I got questions. Explain. <laughs> I, I don't know if you're gonna have answers for me. Right. Explain when. And the and they begin the movie. The daughter has a room in a big ass bookcase, and the books are falling off the shelf. She she thinks the room's haunted. But little do we know, it's Matthew McConaughey, time warping, whatever it's called, and he's he's the one banging on the bookcases, bookcase, and the books are falling off the shelf. Yeah. How's that? Like when he fell. When he fell. And 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 the Saturn police picked him up and stuff. He fell into like a big what? Where did he fall in? A big what happened was he he went he went into the black hole, and they they said earlier in the film that uh, you know as we said black hole as I said gravity. They said that they they theor they theorize and I and I don't know how this works. I'm not. You'll have to ask Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah. Um, they, now, now, a, they, he, they, they, he has a black hole. All right. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> they, uh, yes, he does. Um, uh, they say that the only thing that can travel frontward, backwards in time is gravity. And I, I don't know how that works. I don't know anything about that. So when, when uh, he goes into the black hole, he's, he, he enters this thing called a tesseract which he's able to go in and enter a dimension where time is irrelative. Like he can look at like, there's this time, this time, this time, this time, this time are all happening at the same time. So he can go to different events at backwards and forwards and what have you. So he's able to go back and at this convergence in her room, which is where this Tesseract is, is able to see. And he's pushing, he's using, he's able to use gravity to communicate with her. So is is he he just in space floating? Like, where's he at? This is he's 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 in a, he's in a completely other uh, dimensional plane dimension. He's oh. he's he's not on Earth. He's not in space. He's in a, he's in a whole other place altogether. But he's able to see time. He's able to travel in time because it's 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 because it's it's not it's not really th- something going forward or backwards. He's suspended in one moment, but he's able to see all moments that are going on in this area. That's if that's you're describing this movie pretty good. I mean, <laughs> seriously, this is it's a great you know what it is. It's such a like Nolan really is is a genius. Whatever he does, it's, it's yeah. great. But sometimes it makes you think like, what did I just see? Well, and that's and that's why I need to go back and see it a second time. The first time I saw it, I was sick as a dog. Yeah, I was so sick. And you're you're paying attention to the story, and you're trying to pay attention to the science, and you're like, what in in. I was just like, I'm dying. 
And like, I can't went out of the movie and I was like, I don't know what I saw. Blah, blah, blah. Right. And uh, so I went back and saw it. So I already knew the story. So I was able to pay attention to the science and what they were actually telling you. Right. Uh, so, yeah. So he was able, he was, he was using gravity to push books off. He was basically trying, like, he was like, no, Marv, got him to stay. Like he was trying because he realized at that point that he wasted his entire life. He wasted the, the, the his life yeah. and the life of his children to go into space for something that's that was never going to happen. That was never going to pay off. He he made the, this one choice that ruined his life and the lives of his ever everyone around him. And he was trying to communicate to his younger to his self in the past, saying, "Don't go." Yeah, it was it was a big it was such a cool shocker to see Casey Affleck playing his son older i love him i love him and the big cameo in the movie i did not even see coming matt damon yes like yeah i didn't know david damon was in it no Uh, idea and he was on he was the one up in the other planet and he was it was good it was cool seeing matt damon in this movie i mean why i don't know i just i I just thought it was cool seeing somebody else rather than the mcconaughey and 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 catwoman yeah it was he and he was really great because he played a character that was, um, you know, a guy who'd been stuck on a planet <coughs> for, you know, twenty years or whatever it was. And you know, he, he the guy was going stir crazy, and he was he didn't want to die on this planet. He wanted to get off. He wanted to be rescued. And he sees these guys, and and uh, he saw the he saw this as a way out. So he was going to maroon them on the planet so he could save himself. Yeah, he he did the total recall thing. He smashed my Matthew McConaughey's helmet, whatever, and he was yeah. doing doing the the uh, 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 trying to get air or something. You know, yeah. <laughs> it was it was. Yeah, although he didn't, his his eyes didn't b- burst no, out like Arnold's. Like, well, <laughs> no, his it was Yeah, it was a good movie that I'm still just like, what did I just see? But Nolan, he's so like, it's still being talked about. Like this movie yeah. is still being talked about and trying to be explained by, 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 by websites and people. He wrote a comic book now, uh, Nolan, like a little prequel. I think of Matt Damon's life on or whatever he did before he, the movie started or something. Hmm. It's really, it's a good movie that will make you think, and as no matter how long you think about what you just saw, you just won't get it. <laughs> well, it's, this is, this is, here's the thing is I, I, like as I said, I I enjoyed the movie so much more the second time I saw it. A because I wasn't as sick, but B because I was able to pay attention to everything and, and and connect more of the pieces. Again, I don't I don't understand it. I'm not a nuclear physicist or uh, astrophysicist, so I don't understand everything that was going on in this movie. But the second time I saw it, I understood a lot more that I was able to connect more of the dots, and that's the sign of a good movie. You can, that that's why that's why movies like Scorsese's. And uh, like, well, that's why Nolan is up there with Scorsese and Spielberg in that you can take their movies and rewatch them and gain something from them each time you see them. It's not it's not a one and done. And there are going to be a lot of people that go to this movie. will see it. They'll come out of the movie. I don't know what the fuck I watched and I'm never going to see it again because I don't care. Right. Uh, blah, blah, blah. And that's fine. You know, to everything, everybody has their own thing. But there are going to be a lot of people who enjoy what Nolan does and enjoy the the detail he puts in the movie and go back and we'll see this movie 10, 15 times and pick something up oh, every single time. That, <clears throat> that reminds me. Um, Kelly 
told me AMC is doing a thing. You can see Interstellar over and over Dude. again. Over oh. no for 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 one price, I think it's like twenty bucks or something. You you could buy. It's called the 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 Interstellar Ultimate Ticket. You could buy one price ticket and see see, see this movie over and over and over again. Which how could you seriously? Like all like in, 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 in the past month, see this movie like ten well, like, times. Like you buy this thing and you can go today and see it, and then come back in three days and go see it again, or yep, is it yep. you have to sit in one day? No, no, you, you can come back as long as it's out in theaters. You can come back the whole day. You can come back a week later. You can come back anytime you want. You have an ultimate ticket to see the, this movie anytime you want. It's smart. That's a smart way to do it. Well, it is smart. There were there were tards going back and seeing. Freaking Avatar, over here's, and over again. And that th- movie, I was like, that movie's a bunch of bullshit. Well, here's the thing: is like, it's a great idea. And if, when once Marvel comes out with like Avengers or Star Wars, man, or Harry, po- that would kick that would kick some serious ass. You yeah, to do that ticket? for for these movies that merit repeat viewings, right? Um, right. I mean, <laughs> but here's the thing: is like Star Wars, I can see it. Interstellar, I, 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 that's a genius move because people are going to buy their first ticket and be like, fuck, I want to go back and see it again. Oh, they got this thing. If you pay like $15, you can see it as many times as you want. Oh, buy that. And then, oh man, that's, that's genius. Cause then, then they, they get you, they get you several times. Well, that's the thing. It's a smart, it's a great idea for movies that are worth it. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like Interstellar. Okay. It's, it's, it's a good movie. It's not really a movie I can see. For the whole entire month, ten times, no. But now that now that I've explained some of the stuff to you, do you do you have any desire to go back to the theater and see it again? If let's say let's say this week Hunger Games comes out, you've seen it. There's nothing else out. Would you go and see Interstellar a, a second time? I probably would not. No, I probably okay. would not. Are I you, gonna, you plan on buying it on DVD? I might when it's discounted. On the shelf, yes, <laughs> I, I will get this movie, maybe for like the behind the scenes and, and and more about it. But I couldn't sit there for another three hours and and, and watch a movie that I know where it's going now. Like now, I'm like, I, yeah. I, I'll sit there and go, oh my god, just just, just get there. And I don't know. <laughs> I, I just don't, go through the damn wormhole. Right, right. It, it was. It's a good movie. I am giving it past the popcorn. I am giving the popcorns to this movie. I want to give it another. It's so good, but it's so like, what the fuck? I want to give it. Th- I'm giving it three and a half. All right. I don't think it was, you know, I'm as it's not one of my cup of tea kind of films, but I did like it. Um, my my son Luke, I'm so sorry, Luke. He said <laughs> he, he he sat through there the whole time. Just imagine what's going through 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 his head. If I'm sitting there saying, "What the fuck? Hey, what's 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 he thinking?" You know what I mean? He's sitting there thinking, "How can I kill my dad?" <laughs> <laughs> he'll he'll go no matter what the movie is, as long as, as he can go with. He 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 don't care. But yeah. God, God, how can he sit there and watch that? Yeah, I mean, there's there was no for kids. There's no this is not a movie for for kids. It, it just in the fact that there's there's no eye candy uh, that yeah. would appeal to them. I, I personally thought the effects were fantastic. I thought everything was muted. I thought everything looked real. Yeah, like, true. Like it was, it, it was didn't. Cool. It didn't look like a movie set. This all looked real to me. Right. You, yes. It was. There was. There was no what, like, yeah. like um green screen or all that kind of crap. Whatever it's called, CGI or whatever. And but, even and even the audio was like the people were talking about the audio. People were complaining about 
Chris Christopher Nolan, you know, doing things with the audio to make it harder to hear. And I'm I'm fine with that. It, that's what he wants to do. Who's going to tell Christopher Nolan to do something different? He he tried to do it with Dark Knight, the last Dark Knight movie, where at the beginning with uh, uh, Bane, you couldn't understand a word he was saying, but he, right. he relented. And this is the movie he was like, well, fuck you guys. I'm going to go back and do it in this movie so you can suck my chode. <laughs> He is that he is that on a shirt, I think. <laughs> yeah. With walks, Bane's face. He walks around, yeah. I believe you all should suck my chode. Huh? Um <laughs> I'm gonna give this movie four and a half stars. Oh my god, four and a half. Popcorns. Popcorn. Yes, popcorn. Four and a half. I I I really, I really I loved it. Um I I would have a very hard time sitting at home watching this on my TV. I I would need to see this in a theater environment in order wonder, to enjoy it. I wonder how it was because it was released in like the IMAX 4K digital. I wonder how it looked on that kind of. They and I did not go and I and I considered dropping the money to see it because it's freaking expensive to see things in IMAX. I mean, yeah. and I have the I have the movie pass and I my movie pass does not translate to IMAX. They're showing it on true to life 70 millimeter film. There's only a. They're they're showing it in, in so many different so many different formats, but they're actually showing it on our IMAX screen in seventy millimeter actual film, which is, is so rare. You never see anything on actual film uh, at seventy millimeter. It's been I, I can't even tell you the last time I saw an actual. I'll, I'll tell you uh, the last movie I saw in seventy millimeter film was a repertoire screening of, of Forbidden Planet at the Smithsonian back in 1999, around this time in 1999. It was the last mo- movie I saw on true 70, mil- 70 millimeter film. Yeah, there's, there's, they're not making films like that. I mean, I heard Star Wars might be doing some scenes, or the Avengers might be doing some scenes, but yeah, th- this this is like a big, big-ass deal. Yeah. And I, I would care if it was a movie I really cared about. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's 11 5, 70 millimeters. Oh, my God. Hey, I got, Mo! Hey, Mo! Like, you need me money? <laughs> Hey, Mo. Oh, that'd be awesome. I'm getting too old for this. I hate to say it. I hate to say it. But it's 70 millimeter. Pen of the Well, what's today? The 20th? Yes. Right now, Hunger Games came out. It's Thursday. They're, they're, there's a lot of late shows. My wife's not coming home until like 3 in the morning. Um, and then next Wednesday comes Horrible Bosses 2. Oh, that movie. I'm dying to see that. It looks really, really funny. And I'll... Well, we'll talk about it when we review that one. Uh, everyone's so everyone's saying I've been. I saw Charlie Day, Bateman, and Sudeikis on all the talk shows, and they're all say, uh, saying, <coughs> "Oh my god, my own spit." Um, and they're all they're all saying it's funnier than the first one, which is hard to beat because part one was really really fucking funny. So I'm dying to see it. And comes the um, Penguins Madagascar movie, whatever that's called. Which I will see it. I'm not. Gonna oh. Lie. I'll, I'll end up seeing that. I, I and I, I saw the last Madagascar, but I think that's the only Madagascar movie I ever that I had seen. Um, For real? So, but I'll see the Penguins. Yeah, I, I, I know I didn't see the first Madagascar, and I'm ninety percent certain I didn't see the second one. On that note, Tim, I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. No, I will not go to prom with you. All right, I'll ask you two questions. <laughs> Uh, Tim. Yes. Pass the popcorn. Mm.
That would sound like that fucking hurt a little bit. <laughs> oh. Thanks for listening to Pass the Popcorn. Pass the Popcorn is a NeoZaz.com production and part of the NeoZaz.com podcast network. For more great podcast and original entertainment, please visit NeoZaz.com. For all the latest news and information for Pass the Popcorn, follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Pass the Popcorn Podcast. Thanks for listening.